we shouldn't want things to be that way, to be the same forever, because that would mean that you're not really growing and changing as a person. And naturally, when you grow and change, your interests, things you enjoy and things that challenge you will also change. Dear Balancer, I know you're a determined person on the lookout for ways to live a more fulfilling and balanced life, but you're busy. And if we're being honest, that busyness often comes at the expense of your priorities. The Balance Theory podcast is made to teach busy bees just like you how to find and own your own definition of balance so that you can become unapologetic in how you choose to spend your time. I'm your host, Erica, and together, let's find your unique balance. Hey, balancers, and welcome to another BTS episode. Now, in many conversations with lots of you, I know how much you guys really appreciate how practical these BTS episodes can be, especially when it comes down to very practical and tangible tips. So what I want to do not only today for the next couple weeks is kind of create a bit of a pool of balance rules. Now, what I'm going to do is break up these rules into different themes or topics within the balance areas. So I'm going to start off with the health category. So what you'll see, I guess, this week and next are rules around that category. Then we'll move into relationships and then we'll move into rules around your career or fulfillment. But I wanted to start off with fitness because as many of you may have heard me explain the story before on the podcast, my, I suppose, imbalance with my relationship with fitness was one of the key things that really spurred me to start this podcast and start really thinking about what balance meant to me. And so I felt it was really a fitting place to start in the realm of balance rules. So today I'm going to share six rules that I feel we all need for a balanced relationship with our fitness. Number one, and I think the starting place of any fitness journey, whether you've just gotten started or whether you've been exercising for many, many years, is you need to really define what being fit and healthy means to you. And the reason this is so important is because you need to make sure the exercise you're doing reflects the value or the meaning that you want out of your fitness journey. So let's say being fit and healthy to you means you just have enough energy to kind of go about your day. If you're then doing a type of exercise that's really draining you, it really takes a lot out of you and you actually feel more tired, obviously there's a clear mismatch there and you're going to feel an imbalance between your relationship with your fitness and what it's actually giving you in return. I know it sounds super simple, but honestly, just have a think about it right now. What does being healthy and fit mean to you? What's the point of your fitness journey in your life? Is it for the longevity of your health? Is it, do you have a short-term goal, whether that's physical or mental? Is it for day-to-day energy, as I mentioned before? And then just contemplate whether the exercise you're doing is actually reflective of that goal or intention, I suppose. Now, if it's not, you have one of two options. You can either start to rethink about your meaning of healthy and fit. So say you have just started a weights program right? And you find it's quite draining, but you really, really enjoy it. Then can you alter the way you're going about your weights training? Maybe you're going a little bit too hard, or maybe you're not eating proportionate enough to sustain the energy in that program. So if it's something you really enjoy, but you feel there is that mismatch with your intention, then think about ways you can alter or cushion around that routine to make it work out for you. The second option is Maybe you've fallen into a trap where you're just doing a particular type of exercise because it's a habit, because it's something that everyone around you is doing, and you've never actually taken a step back to think about whether it's what you actually want to be doing. So maybe you've just been doing a program or a class or something like that, and you just get stuck in that rut. If you've now identified that there's a mismatch between your intention or what you want out of exercise and then what you're actually doing, then maybe it's time to shake things up, try something new. 
or just add a little bit more flexibility through your routine. So if you're doing something five, six days a week, maybe pull back to three and then experiment the remaining two or three days. So those are just some initial ideas, but rule number one is you need to define what being fit and healthy means to you personally, and then make sure your exercise is reflective of that. Number two is how are you actually measuring this? Whether that be your progress, your energy, your weight, etc. whatever your intention. So once you've found that definition piece and you understand what it actually means for you, how are you measuring that your exercise is actually reflective of that? So I want to share a quick story. It's one you may have heard me talk about before, but basically when I started on my fitness journey or early on in my fitness journey, I should say, I was training at F45. Now I went through a phase where I was experimenting with intermittent fasting and I really upped my training as well during that time. So I was exercising up to two times a day and they're like pretty intense cardio sessions. Now what I didn't do was step one. I didn't at the time define what being fit and healthy meant to me. I was just going to F45 because I was going with a lot of friends. I was going with a lot of colleagues. I really liked to get a sweat on, but I never took a step back to think about what my intention or definition of being healthy was. And so what happened was I fell into a little bit of a trap or a flow where I was regularly doing in-body scans. Now, if you haven't done one of these before, they're basically a scan that tells you your body fat percentage. And I fell into a bit of a flow where every couple of weeks there'd be challenges, you know, I'd be experimenting more with intermittent fasting. I would do the scans and gradually, but surely the body fat percentage got lower. And in my head, that was progress. That's what I was moving towards. Yet I hadn't defined that being fit and healthy to me meant being smaller or having less body fat, right? I was just using this metric and it was a little bit unanchored in the context of my journey. Long story short, it was up to one of my last scans and I was feeling the best I'd ever felt. I was really, really in love with my body. I thought I looked great. I felt great. And so I was confident as I stepped on that scale and waited for the print to come out that it would be the lowest score I'd had because... It was obviously the best I'd felt. And I'm really actually grateful it wasn't. It came out and I had gone back like three or four scans. My body fat percentage had gone up. And it was in that moment I had a choice. I could have fallen into a trap where I would have just kept going harder and harder and be fixated on that number. Or, and I'm so grateful that this is what happened, I took a step back and I said, I've been putting so much pressure on this number to be the thing that works, to be the thing that tells me that I'm doing things right. When it can't account for my energy, it can't account for how great my sleep is at the moment, how good I feel in the workout, all it's accounting for is my body fat percentage. But I actually don't care about that. That's not something for me that falls within the definition of being fit and healthy to my life personally. And so that was the last time I've ever done an in-body scan. And I really love sharing this story because it serves as a really important reminder to you to think about how you're measuring your progress. And if that progress marries up with your definition of being fit and healthy. So whether you're using scales or in-body scans or a measuring tape, or if you're just judging it based off how you feel day to day, there's no wrong or right. All that matters is that it aligns with what your definition of being fit and healthy means. Sure, for you, that might be a physical goal, but it also may be a mental day to day, how you're feeling type of goal. Another thing to think about here, if it is for the longevity of your health and life, which I think for a lot of us is a big cornerstone in our fitness, just know that immediate results can't account for the longevity of your life. That's something you need to chip away at constantly to ensure for the long term. So rule number two is be mindful of how you're measuring your progress. 
many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Rule number three. Now, I've fallen into this so many times, and it's basically where we over-exercise and ignore our body. This one's very simple. Take rest when your body is telling you you need rest. I know what it feels like to say to yourself, you're going to do five sessions a week, three runs, two walks, whatever it is. You've set yourself this story, this narrative, but then you have a crazy week at work. There's a lot of family things on. Maybe you've come back from traveling and you cannot commit to that and you feel guilty. I'm here to tell you that if you want balance with your relationship, with your fitness, you need to be comfortable listening to your body and taking rest when it's needed. Because if you overdo it, when you don't have the energy to do it, that's when we fall into that imbalance. We overexert ourselves and we go closer and closer to burnout. We put stress on our body that's unnecessary. And I don't need to tell you, you know when your body needs rest and you know when you ignore it too. That never really works out in my favor anyway. So don't overexercise and listen to your body. Number four, I'm going to start this one off with a question. Do you hate your routine? Do you kind of have that dread before going to a class. The reason I ask, and I had an incredible conversation with a beautiful woman called Marlo, and we had this really important chat, I feel, around this conception or this misconception, I should say, that if exercise is fun and enjoyable, it it mustn't be effective. Is that a perspective that you feel you kind of agree with, or just even if it's subconscious, you feel like if you're not really like working hard, then it's not good or it's not effective. Well, I personally believe if you want to feel that balance with your relationship, with your fitness, you need to have a little bit of fun and enjoyment. You can't be dreading it every time you go because you're almost working against yourself then. If that is you, all I'm going to say is it's time to change things up or at least try new things. Even if you try something else for a little bit of time and then you don't like that, it may give you a refreshed perspective on the routine you currently do have. It's just when we get into that rut of doing the same thing over and over that maybe we take it for granted or we can't see. We're so close to that exercise that we can't take a step back and appreciate what we actually like about it. So if you don't have any fun or enjoyment in your exercise routine, that's something I think we're all entitled to. It's something that doesn't have to come at the cost of your progress or your effectiveness and something to think about if having a balanced relationship with your fitness is important to you. Number five, the fifth rule for having a balanced relationship with your fitness requires you to look at your normal day-to-day routine. So very briefly, do you enjoy a little bit of spontaneity throughout your week, a bit of a mix of things? Or do you like a really regimented routine? And all I'm going to say on this point is consider that simple fact, whether you like a bit of spontaneity or a bit more routine, and then have a think about how that overflows into your exercise routine. So if you're quite a regimented person, then you probably also like having a program. You probably like having some classes, a seven week challenge, things like that, because it makes sense for how you naturally enjoy going about your day to day life. But then on the flip, if you like kind of mixing things up, you get bored easily, you like a bit of spontaneity, then maybe you want to take the same approach to your exercise. So if that is you and you've been stuck to one type of exercise, then maybe you're you're finding it like a bit boring 
or you find you always catch up to the challenge and then you need something new. Well, that definitely makes sense if that's how you approach your day-to-day life as it is. So just a little reflective point. Rule number five is kind of have a look at your routine and see if you can overflow how you like to go about your routine into the way you go about your exercise. And the sixth and final rule for having a balanced relationship with your fitness is being okay knowing that at different moments in your life, different exercise styles are going to work for you and more importantly, be appropriate. I feel like it can be so easy to look back on yourself five, 10 years ago and just wish you could do the same things that you used to do or even more short term up to a year ago when we were in lockdown and you were able to walk all the time and now you're not able to. Just know that it's okay for this to change. Just because something is working now doesn't mean it's going to work forever. And in our usual fashion, we shouldn't want things to be that way, to be the same forever, because that would mean that you're not really growing and changing as a person. And naturally, when you grow and change, your interests, things you enjoy and things that challenge you will also change. So be okay with that. You may be at a crossroads now where something you really used to enjoy is kind of not filling that spot. It's not giving you the same hit as it used to. And that just might mean that you need to start experimenting and looking for other things. But being okay knowing that it's going to change as life goes on, I think just gives you that flexibility and I don't know, it's just like this sense of knowing that it's okay when it's happening because it can be very unsettling. So those are my six rules for a balanced relationship with fitness. I'll quickly go over them in case you want to jot them down or bookmark this section at all. So it's number one, define what being fit and healthy means to you. Number two, consider how you're measuring your progress. Number three, to not overexercise and listen to your body. Number four, consider whether you actually enjoy or have any fun in your workout routine. Number five, Have a look at how you normally like to do your routine and see if you can overflow that same approach to your exercise. And number six, be okay with knowing that at different moments in your life, different styles are going to work for you. Let me know if you love this one, guys. I know you're going to have a friend or two, maybe a family member, your mom or your sister that's going to love this episode. So forward it on to them. I would love for everyone to really embrace their fitness because it's such an incredible part of our lives. It's something that can really make us thrive. And I just think having a really holistic and wholesome relationship with it makes the world of difference because I've been in that position where I have overexercised, I haven't listened to my body, I've used the wrong metric to measure what it is I actually want out of my fitness journey. I've worked against how I normally am as a routine person. All these things that created a lot of imbalance with my fitness and made it a lot harder when it should be something that's just seamlessly a part of our lives. So forward this episode on to anyone who you think will love it. I will also ask you a huge favor, and that is to leave us a quick review or rating. If you're on Apple or Spotify, you should easily be able to do that. And it should only take you one minute, literally. So I really appreciate it. I'll see you guys all next week. We're going to focus on a balanced relationship with diet next week. So get ready for that one. And as always, if you're not linked up with us on Instagram or TikTok, head over to the show notes. I've popped links to both. I can connect with you guys there. Otherwise, have a lovely rest of your day or night and I'll see you on Monday.